You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This is the Red Sox Precap with your hosts, Keaton DeRocher and Shelly Verstraight, part of the Over the Monster Podcast Network. So that will be part of this one. So we've got six games to preview here, Shelly. we got uh, got a lot, a lot to get through. Uh, yeah, better sit back and, uh, just kind of, uh, go through these, uh, uh, six, uh, six games. Well, the good news is once we get through them, it's over. Yes. <laughs> the fine, this nightmare of a season is finally over. So I guess just getting right to it. Uh, first game against the Orioles was Nick Pavetta making his debut for the Red Sox. Uh, Shelly, this, this went, um, a lot better than I expected. <laughs> Put it lightly. Uh, five innings pitched, four hits, did have three walks, but only one earned run, eight strikeouts. Um, this this was quite a performance from Prevetta here. Uh, yeah, I I was absolutely shocked. Like I honestly I didn't think that he was going to make it out the second inning. Like going into this game, I had just the absolute worst thoughts, and uh, this was actually like. I guess a good Pavetta start, like, you know, a couple years ago when he was, you know, kind of a thing in Philly. Um, so, yeah, I was absolutely shocked. Same. Um, the Red Sox ended up winning this this game 8-3, to three, uh, home runs from Christian Vasquez, uh, and that was it. But uh, the offense, 
Um, pretty much throughout these last six games, uh, we're back to normal scoring seven, eight runs plus per night, just showing how devastating this offense can be really with kind of uh, the core guys in there and then a mix of whoever else from their bench guys, uh, Chavis, Arauz, Lynn, um, I guess we'll throw Dahlbach in there too. So, um, got off to a good start against the Orioles, of course. Uh, they were fighting with the Orioles for a, a better draft pick. So, uh, interesting that um, they ended up winning this game. But we got a lot of games to get to, so we won't. Uh, we'll just have a couple comments on each one and get moving. But Pavetta was really the star of the show here. So, uh, moving on to game two which was a 9-1 win for the Red Sox. Again, the offense just dominating. Uh, Nathan Navaldi again, with a masterful start here. Uh, he went six innings, didn't give up any runs, only one walk, eight strikeouts. His, uh, he finished the season with a 3.72 ERA, which even throughout his, uh, his injuries and his, his kind of stumbles here, um, pretty successful 2020 for Nathan Navaldi. Uh, yeah, um, he, he, um, got off to a good start and then kind of stumbled it a little bit. And then, um, you know, coming off the IL, I mean, he had three good starts where he struck out four, seven, and then eight. Um, and, uh, in that first start, he only went three innings, but then he went five innings and then six innings with this one. Um, this is like, this is, I've been really impressed with Ivaldi in these you know, these past three, past three games. Um, and it just, uh, I, I hope it rolls into 2021. Do you think he can stay healthy for a season or are we just going to have to kind of like pencil in 130, 150 innings is really the max for him? Yeah, that, that's, that's kind of, unfortunately, that's what I'm thinking. Like, that's just kind of just always been, you know, kind of his, his shtick throughout his career. Um, he always has just, uh, you know, maybe a couple weeks on the IL, but uh, yeah, it's unfortunate, but when he's on, he's, he's really fun to watch. Multi-hit game from Pawecki, three hits, went three for four with two RBIs. Uh, Multi-hit game for Bogarts, three RBIs from Devers. Um, Pawecki just continues to hit and hit and hit, and then the core of the Red Sox doing their thing, and that leads to a 9-1 win. Uh, game three against the Orioles, Martin Perez, Alex Cobb. This was uh, this one didn't go quite as well. A thirteen to one loss. Um, right after we had just heaped a bunch of praise on Martin Perez, he went and got rocked. Um, finished with an ERA of four fifty, which I will admit a lot better than I thought was going to be the case. <laughs> so, uh, how do you feel about Perez? I mean, are you still confident as him being? Uh, a back-end rotation guy in 2021 for the Red Sox, or do you think that he's just he's shown that inconsistency is his consistency, and uh, <laughs> you're just kind of not sure what, what you're going to get? Yeah, I I definitely feel um, that Perez is just going to be kind of a seesaw kind of guy. Uh, like, just digging into his numbers last year, like, he was really good at the beginning of last year, but then he like really tailed off and ended up in the, in the twins bullpen uh, because he was just so bad and just kind of seeing him kind of lay an egg with this last, his last start. I'm just like, I, 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 
I'm still kind of, I have no idea. I'm hoping that he can still kind of keep it somewhat together and be a good five, but I have, I have no idea. Yeah. I guess more often than not, he's, he puts together good outings for you. It's just when he gets blown up, he gets blown up. Yeah. So if his role is the fourth or fifth starter, I think I still feel okay with that, but I don't expect a whole lot more from him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no home runs here. Seven hits scattered across seven different players. Um, so not a lot of highlights in a 13-1 to one loss. However, the Red Sox do win a series, which was rare for them this year, taking yeah. two games from the Orioles. Moving on to game one against the Braves. Chris Mazza had uh, what has to be his best start here with the Red Sox. Five innings, one on run, six strikeouts, only two walks. Uh, and the the Braves ended up walking off the Red Sox and extras. This game Friday night was wildly entertaining at the end. Um, obviously, kind of a bummer. The Red, well, I mean, I guess it depends on which way you're looking at the Red Sox season, if you wanted them to lose for a better draft pick or not. But the last uh, four innings here, I mean, the Braves uh, scored three in the eighth to take the lead, then the Red Sox scored two in the ninth to tie it, and then they scored two in the tenth, which Braves came back and scored two in the tenth to tie it. Then the Red Sox again took the lead in the eleventh, and then the Braves walked them off with two in the bottom of the inning. Really just kind of a fun fun game that we, we didn't, I mean, even though the Red Sox lost, there, was, there wasn't a lot of fun games this season. <laughs> so <laughs> it was kind of nice to have a, just an entertaining game like that. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I totally agree. Like, um, unfortunately, both of our bullpens just couldn't really hold it together. Um, but it was definitely a really entertaining. And I, I do have to, you know, give a hat tip to, to Chris Mazza there. Um, it was totally unexpected. Um, you know, the Braves, you know, their offense, you know, once they got Albies back in their lineup, Acuna Jr. has been, you know, red hot. Um, I was really kind of expecting another um, outcome, but uh, bravo to him. And Acuna hit one to the moon in the first inning in this one. It almost went 500 feet, which is a little oh, wild. Sh- um, yeah. Speaking of the bullpen, though, um, how big of a concern is the Red Sox bullpen for you <laughs> going into 2021? Uh, yeah, it, it it's, it's a big concern. We have a lot of... Uh, not good pitchers back there. <laughs> um, uh, I just think that there are just kind of a lot of just blah pitchers. So I, I, I really hope that we can really, you know, maybe do some trades, maybe sign some guys. Um, yeah, I think that that really needs to be addressed in the offseason. Agreed. A lot of work there. Moving on to game two. Tanner Houck again. Um he ended up having to face some pretty tough uh, lineups here. Faced the Marlins, faced the Yankees, faced the Braves, and came away uh, with positive grades across all of them. This one might, might have been his best start yet. Six innings pitched, only one earned run, and ten strikeouts. Uh, is Tanner Huck the best pitcher the Red Sox have ever developed? Uh, yes, totally. We need to give him the <laughs> AL Cy Young, the AL Rookie of the Year. No. Uh, yeah, I've I've just been absolutely impressed uh, with Tanner Houck uh, this season. I, I mean, going, you know, at the end of last year, I'm like, nah, man. I mean, he's just a reliever. I, I was just like, I had pretty much set that in stone. 
And when I heard that he was, you know, coming up, uh, like three starts ago, I was just like, okay, it's just going to be kind of like a typical Red Sox pitching development uh, thing, and it's just going to go bad. But it's been, like, really good. I've just been really impressed with him. Yeah, the walks have started to creep up a little bit, but nothing that's really been super concerning, especially if he's going to strike out 10 guys in six innings. So that's something to keep an eye on going forward. But, I mean, he's done enough here that I feel like he should be the fourth or fifth starter going into the season next year. Uh, Yeah, totally. Totally agree. Then the final game of the season was Nick Pavetta's second start with the Red Sox. That happened today. Oh, I actually don't know if I said the Red Sox won uh, that Tanner Hawk start 8-2. to two. Uh, And then game three, Red Sox won 9-1. to one winning back-to-back series for the first time all season. There you and, go. <laughs> uh, securing a lower draft pick. And there but, you go. <laughs> yeah. Nick Fitt, again, was pretty good. Uh, four hits, only one run, two walks, five strikeouts. Uh, I think he's done enough to uh, – I guess, I, I mean, my expectations were so low, and I think we've seen such bad pitching that this line stands out as something impressive, which I'm not sure if it is. <laughs> but um, the fact that he didn't get wrecked, uh, he didn't pitch a ton this year, but he did, uh, in the two starts with the Red Sox, he did lower his ERA 10 runs <laughs> to <laughs> 6.89, uh, which is significant. Um, where where do you stand on Pavetta, and how do you think the Red Sox will use him going forward? Yeah, I even with these two starts, that's been, you know, pretty good for uh, Pavetta's uh, kind of level of production with the last year and a half. Um, I, I, it, I I do think that he's probably going to have a starting gig at the beginning of next year, as much as I hate to say it. Um, it, it, it unfortunately, yeah, I think that's kind of where it stands, but I think that he'll will probably end up in the bullpen maybe halfway uh, through uh, next year. Do they look to sign anybody, or do you think they go into the season with um, Erod, Evaldi, Perez, Hauk, and Pavetta as the five? Uh, I, I think that that's probably what they're going to do. I, 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 I think that they are. They'll kind of feel like, oh, we can kind of, you know, make a patchwork thing until Chris Sale comes back, and then maybe focus on the bullpen um, as much as it's going to, you know really piss me off that that's what they're going to do yeah yeah it's not a super exciting free agent class so it wouldn't shock yeah. me either so the red sox won nine to one took this series so they finished the season on uh, a bit of a high note um so we will take a break we'll come back and we will uh, wrap up our thoughts on 2020 and uh take a, a couple looks forward to 2021 i'm alex rodriguez and i'm jason kelly from Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, 
Sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay. So, wrapping up 2020. Shelly, overall thoughts on the 2020 season. What do you want to wrap it up with? Um, it, it was, uh, as long as you didn't have to watch the pitching, it wasn't too bad. I mean, you know, Bogarts was good. Um, I love seeing what Alex Verdugo, um, did this year. Um, and, uh, seeing Devers come back around, uh, that was fun. Um, but yeah, the pitching was not fun to watch. (laughs) No, it was not. Uh, it was a weird year. Uh, certainly hurt not having Eduardo Rodriguez. Um, he had been cleared for some light throwing and should have a, uh, a normal off season as the reports, which is great news. Yeah. Uh, so he should be good to go for spring training and for 2020. But yeah, this, uh, I mean, with the injuries that they had to the starting pitching and then lost some stuff to COVID. I mean, there was, there was no hope for this to be a positive season whatsoever. Oh, for sure. Uh, the main takeaway though is the Red Sox offense is still really freaking good. So that's great, and uh, we'll look to keep that going going forward, uh, and hopefully they can find some stability in the pitching, both uh, in the rotation and the bullpen. The Major League standings are final now, and the Red Sox finished with uh, in the fourth from the bottom, so they'll have the fourth pick uh, going into the draft next year. Um, Shelly, is there anybody on your radar that you would like to see the Red Sox target there at the fourth pick? Um, I, I, I don't know if any of like the two big Vandy pitchers will fall. Um, I definitely don't think Kumar Rocker is going to fall to the fourth pick. Maybe Jack Leiter does. That would be awesome. Um, cause we really do need some pitching. Um, but there is a, um, a outfielder for Florida, Judd Fabian. I've been seeing some really interesting things about him, so that would be that'd be pretty interesting. Um, it just kind of stinks that like the first two are pitchers, and then it kind of goes hitters through you know a couple of mock drafts that I've seen. And we, in my opinion, I think we kind of want more pitchers, so that kind of stinks. But hopefully, one of those guys falls. Yeah, I agree. And I was surprised to see Jim Callis on MLB.com um, put out an early top 10 for the 2021 draft, and he had Jack Leiter going seventh. Oh, wow. Um, which perked my attention up because I thought for sure that they'd go one and two, and the Red Sox needed a top two pick to get there. But if he does end up falling to fourth, I would absolutely love that. Yes. Also, just uh, looking ahead to 2021, what are your general expectations for the team? Um, honestly, maybe not that great. Maybe like a, a third place finish. Uh, I, we, we still have a lot to do with our, our pitching, whether it's either starting or, or relieving. Um, I do think our offense is, is legit, but we still have a lot of work to do on our pitching. And with the crazy off season, um, I just I, I'm hoping that we can patchwork maybe a, a, a playoff run, maybe a wild card spot or something. Yeah, I think. I mean, if the expanded playoffs stay the same, then I think there's a good chance they could. 
But uh, I feel like it's going to end up being a repeat of like 2029. It'll have to be like mid 80s. Pitching is still going to struggle. I still feel like without anything done to the bullpen, there's no chance that they can be like really competitive with the top teams. I'm just not sure what they can do for the bullpen right now. But I expect there'll be some spending of some sorts. I, Jake and I talked about this on the red seat, and we feel like it's probably going to end up being something like those role player guys that they'll end up adding to round out the shape. And then the 2022 free agent class is a lot more exciting. So if they're planning on spending big, I'd rather them not do it in this free agent class and save it for 2022. Uh, and with a splash in 2022, they could definitely be a world series contender with the core of this offense. So that's kind of what I'm, I'm hoping anyway. Yep. Yep. I, uh, I, that sounds like probably uh, a smart plan and I hope that's what they do. And our last note, here, looking ahead to 2021, Ron Renneke is not coming back. That was announced today. Uh, where do you think the Red Sox go for a manager? Do you think Alex Cora is coming back, or they go somewhere else? Uh, I, I I really do think that it's that it's going to be Cora. Um, I I I don't know if I really want Cora back because I just I just really just don't want kind of like the the stink of the 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 cheating scandal or whatever either either from Houston or what kind of was brought up in, uh, with Boston. So I kind of would like them to go somewhere else, but I could totally see them going back to Corey because he did seem like he was a pretty good manager. Yeah, same. And I think the, the thing that – I think I'm leaning towards somebody else just because um, Cora wasn't a Bloom hire. So this is Bloom's chance to actually conduct like an actual managerial search and land on the guy he wants, which maybe that is Cora. Maybe Cora's part of that search, but I just feel like Bloom's going to want to get his guy. So I feel it just yeah. feels like it's going to be somebody else. Yep. But that'll do it for us. That wraps up the Red Sox precap for 2020. We will, of course, be back with 2021. Um, of course, that's several months away. But uh, thanks for joining us on this podcast adventure this year this has been a blast enjoyed doing this with Shelly and um this has been we've gotten some great listens and reviews on this podcast uh like people seem to like the little quick hit piece to it so it's definitely coming back next year it's been a blast Shelly um you can find both of us on Twitter you can find me at the Spoken Keats you can find Shelly at Shelly V underscore six four three and uh see you in a few months thanks for joining us